This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everyone. Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching here. I'm your auto repair shop coach. My goal is to help you, the independent auto repair shop owner, make your dreams come true. We do that by opening your mind to things you didn't know you didn't know and by getting you out from under your business and putting you in charge of your future as well as your family's future. My goal is for you to stop having a hobby and start having a business you can be proud of and take time away from. First and foremost, I want to thank AutoLeap. Without their continued support, this podcast would not be available for you to you. If you're in the market for a great shop management system, please see the show notes for the demo link. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who could benefit from the topic. So please take time to share personally or through your social network. As always, if you have an idea for a show topic or want to talk, feel free to get with me, Chris at AutofixSOS.com. During today's episode, number 104, the crew from Shop Marketing Pros and I talk about what's a chicken flicker, behind the scenes dirt on Kim and Brian, what's the best part of your workday, what's the difference between a successful client and one that isn't, What would your advice be for a shop starting out that isn't able to hire someone like Shop Marketing Pros? How cute is Dutton, actually? And what's the over-under on the alligator getting to him? Favorite cartoon character? What did you want to be when you grew up? And finally, what book are you reading now, if any? If not, what podcast are you listening to? I have caught up with JR, Hallie, and Michelle from Shop Marketing Pros. Sorry, I did that. And this is the hostile takeover of Shop Marketing Pros at Vision 2023. And you're in the room here with me. Brian and Kim decided not to join us. And so this is their punishment for that, right? So this is what we're going to do. First of all, Michelle, yes. explain yourself with the chicken flickers. Oh. oh, okay. So there's this thing called quality assurance, right? So I will let JR, you know, get more into why we have our chicken flickers here at Vision. But I was simply testing it out yesterday. I was testing out the aim and there happened to be a young man who's like a security guard standing a little bit down. So did he and- have a gun? <laughs> no, but he had keys. Oh, okay. Okay. So I put the chicken flicker on my finger. I pulled it back to see how far it could go. And it happened to land on top of his head. How did he take that? Um, He looked around, but I don't really know at first because I just laid down on the ground to play dead. Like it wasn't me. It could be Haley or Yeah, behind me. (laughs) See, see, you're supposed to just turn and point to the both of them and be like, I My first instinct was to play dead. I don't know why. (laughs) Play possum. Play possum. It might be a Louisiana. (laughs) It it could be. So now I think the challenge is, is you have to round it up to five. So you have to hit four more people in the head with the chicken flicker before you can leave. Chris, do you know me? I do know you. That's why I threw the gauntlet down. What have you done, Chris? Yeah, there we go. About just about everyone we've passed now, she's like, should I try to hit him? Yeah. What about him? I'm like, Michelle. It's quality assurance. I want to make sure that we deliver what we brought Quality assurance, right. So, but also I want to, so I've been texting Brian and Kim back a little bit and apparently, apparently your chicken flickers and ninjas have gone out (laughs) and, and stories are getting back to them. And uh, we're afraid that Sherry's going to send them a cleaning bill after it's all over with for all the chicken flickers on the artwork and everything yeah, around and the that facility. Was so I was going to say that has nothing to do with me. So do you notice a theme here? Like first it was Michelle, then it was JR. But Chris, what did JR? None from you, Holly. I, I mean, wonderful. Me. You're, I was you're... sitting there working nicely. I'm trying to continue to go to conferences. See, this is Brian what we deal up in stand up and at work all the time with Haley. <laughs> so I'm the good child. <laughs> That's what the devil says, right? In the group. That's the one. (laughs) No, I'm the good child. So do you want to talk about quality assurance, JR? Yeah, I'm just I'm just reeling in, in the justification that Michelle just spouted out. What, how brilliantly about how she shot a dude in the head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're standing there minding his own business. That's great. Yeah, what do you mean? Like as a greater theme or just well, like, yeah, like this was part of. Oh, the, like there's a reason why the you brought why? the chicken oh, flicker. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and we're <laughs> preview. We're talking today. We're sponsoring the uh, the owners' lunch, and of course, I've been laying there thinking about what I'm going to say. And we're actually going to shoot stuff at the crowd, but I won't get too Dutch into that. But again, hence the over like we're shooting at I mean, people. I mean, it is a theme. The thing. No. Yeah, it is, and right? so we're slingshotting. Right. Slingshotting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that is what they are. I mean, we call them chicken flickers now is the term we're, we've called them, but uh, they're finger slingshots. And, and the way it came about is that, so Brian and Kim and I, we do 
quarterly leadership meeting session. So we, you know, Chris, we, mm-hmm. we do rocket fuel, that whole traction thing, the Gina Wickman book. And, and we have an implementer that we meet with. And in our annual planning session in December, one of the things he threw at us was, you know, do you want to establish a theme for the coming year for 2023? And as marketers, we obviously are always planning, trying, doing all sorts of stuff. But that is actually to have someone ask us that to come up with a single word or a phrase or something to pull it all together was a really cool exercise. So we sat there talking it out and just, you know, where we've come from and where we're headed. So as a marketing company, we've just, I mean, the clients we have now, and I've been talking about it since we've been here, the, the, just seeing our own clients and just, they're amazing, amazing shop owners. I know everybody says that about their people, but like, these are truly the best shops in the industry. And we're really proud of that. So our growth, our reputation has grown and we feel, you know, like if you were driving in a race, think Talladega nights, you know, you're around a bunch of other cars and stuff, but you, as sooner or later, you start to pull away from the pack. And it's the same thing. I, you know, I get to talk to shop owners and stuff all the time when, and we work with them very closely and same thing. They're just trying to separate themselves from the pack. It's this race, but a lot of these people are really doing some amazing things. So I think it was Brian that says like, man, shake and bake, baby. It's shake like, and it's bake. like shake and bake, bake, baby. There we go. <laughs> you, it's like you're sling, we're slingshotting. You and like, us, there it is. <laughs> That's our word, slingshot. So rounding third in my very long story here, like the chicken, the goofiest thing that Michelle is shooting people in the head with is actually has a deep, much deeper reason behind it. We're slingshot. So it's for the greater good, Michelle. It is for the greater good. So now good. I think I mean, you need like, Chicken, chicken hats, and maybe you need to launch chickens okay, like the big rubber well, chickens into the crowd instead the ones of t-shirts. that you squeeze and make that yeah. long drawn. We out tried noise. to get a chicken suit. I, I that was, was a last I minute idea. I would do a chicken suit. A chicken find suit. find one in a double extra large, and I'll do a chicken suit. Well, you know, we also again to, to tie all of this goofiness back to like some serious themes. We have very strong core values, and mm-hmm. happiness being one of them. Yeah, yeah. But I think we might can go too far into into <laughs> happiness and just turn into goofiness <laughs> if we prancing <laughs> around in chicken suits. I don't Depending know. who's together, right? Yes, <laughs> for sure. I think it's all memorable. So, Hallie, I've got a question for you. Go for it. I've never met Dutton in person, but how cute is Dutton? Oh my gosh, he is so cute and he gets bigger every day and he has the most soft baby angel skin ears of yes. life. And the paws. And the paws. His mm. paws are so big. So that's how you know he's just going to keep growing. But he's really freaking cute and he's really and, wild. And not to take anything away from Lindy, but Dutton, um, I don't know if you saw it. Brian or Kim posted a picture of Dutton like laid out on the couch and I replied, paint me like one of your French girls, Jack, because it's just like laid out. That's awesome. But on a side note, I'm a little concerned about the alligator in the pond. Like, do we have an over under on when the alligator eats Dutton or is Brian going to remove the alligator or what's going on? Labs are water dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And that alligator started as like a little big. It's getting a little big. I saw a picture of it this week. It was a baby last year. Yeah. And actually, we had a client of ours ask us last night, you know, like, okay, you guys are from Louisiana. How hard is it to avoid getting eaten by alligators? Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're on the path to maybe find out ourselves every time we go to the office at Kim and Brian's. (laughs) It's not safe for work. No, we're going to go to a staff meeting someday and Brian's going to be grilling sausage. He's like, anybody want alligator sausage? And he's he's going to handle it. (laughs) Well, I think the little alligator has gone from this big and eating frogs to like yellow labs. I'm scared. Seven feet. Brian's going to like tame it and turn it into his pet and we're going to show up at the office and it's going to be on a leash. Oh, we're going to be. Yeah. And we're going to feed it marshmallows with- and stuff. Yeah. 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 So it could go either way, sausage or a pet. That'll be our 2024. There we go. Gator. Yeah. Gator. Gator. So I like to ask some funny questions or some questions we've already gotten going and everything else, but I still like to know these things. And so I'm going to ask everybody the same questions here. So Michelle, what's your favorite cartoon character? Okay, the first one that came to mind was Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote. That suits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why I was hesitant to say it. Hallie? Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Why Donald Duck? My mom does a really great Donald Duck <laughs> voice, and I just like remember that from my childhood. <laughs> Interesting. All right, JR. Danger Mouse? Danger Mouse. Mm-hmm. Does okay. remember that? I, I do. I'm old enough to remember. Yeah, I'm picturing like, him and... Hallie and Tracy have no idea who Danger Mouse is. Okay, but... well, I'm glad I'm not alone. At yeah. least Tracy okay. doesn't. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to go back. Uh, Jared, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, I asked my dad that question the other day because I don't, I don't remember, you know, and he told me, I, he, he remembered me wanting to be a pilot, but like... I don't remember that. I remember wanting to have adventures. So I'll just say okay. an adventurer. And I think Shop Marketing Pro is quite the adventure. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Maybe yeah. not not on the far end, but it's we'll see. because he gets to work with us. That's yeah. right. That's his adventure. It's definitely right. an adventure. Yeah. So so here I've got something for you that just came to mind. We need to come up with uh, with some sort of a marketing plan for JR, for Shop Marketing Pro, Pros as 
Louisiana JR instead of Indiana Jones. Mm. Um, and then whatever with the hat and the whip. And well, I was picturing whip. him in like a yodeler's suit ah. with the oh, yodeler hat. Even better. Climbing a mountain. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like his leader, his leader hoses. Well, speaking of adventures and mountains, we said we were going to put this on the podcast. So Brian and Kim yes. heard it and couldn't go back on yeah. it. And by where, I mean, we just came up with this last night. We're trying to take um, an SMP retreat. RV retreat. RV retreat ah. to Durango, Colorado. Yes. Oh, nice. I know some very nice people yeah. there yeah. that could be yeah. involved in so that. So Brian and Kim, when you listen to this. And we'd all love to ride in the same RV. All of us. Oh, well, I don't know. There's some that, <laughs> we've got to draw the line somewhere. Right. Oh, JR is horrified right JR's now. JR is like, I'll drive my own car. <laughs> there you go. Hey, the airport's really nice. I can be at the there airport and pick you up, JR. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Hallie, what did you want to be when you grew up? I think I wanted to be a lawyer for a really long time. Okay. And then I got to college and I was like, maybe I don't want to go to school for that long. And then I still went to school for that long. But I like what I do now. So, there you go. That's great. Right. Uh, okay. And you. I can only imagine what this is going to be, by the way. <laughs> so I had a side note on my mom's refrigerator that said that I was going to move to California as soon as I turned 18 to open up a coffee shop. She made me... You went the opposite way. I know. I did. But I moved to Florida and then, yeah, here I am. But um, I also wanted to be a dancer... And like a hip hop dancer. And in particular, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Jabberwockies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I could do anything you and not fail, I want to be a Jabberwocky. <laughs> That's awesome. They are amazing. There they we are go. super cool. Okay. <laughs> that is completely. <laughs> you stumped the host. Like, 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 all right. Um, not expected. Adventurer, pilot, lawyer, coffee um, shop owner. No, I, I would have never thought that in a million years. So, okay. So I'm going to come back around the, the way. What book are you reading now, if any, or do you listen to podcasts? And if so, what are you listening to? Yes. Okay. So the book that I do read most of is like I do daily devotionals in my Bible and stuff like that. I've been reading some devotionals, like I said, but podcasts that I've been listening to, I listen to Lucas, of course, and also anything that Kim shares. Yeah. So she okay. shares a lot of good podcasts mm -hmm. with us. Okay. So not the weekly blitz. So, um, okay. So not if you're, if the other two of you are taking notes, there might I mean, be a good answer for this. <laughs> Michelle, you were like, I don't know. Is it my Doghouse. Yes. I know the answer. I regularly listen to, <laughs> here comes the good child. Listen to the Remarkable Results radio podcast and Chris Cotton's Weekly Bliss. And I mean, and I watch, ours called? I watch the reels from the Otter Repair Shop Marketing sure Podcast. You do. Because they're so funny. Kim's reels are so funny. Yeah, her blooper reels are <laughs> her funny. Her blooper reels. So any books or anything that, like seriously, like be serious. Yeah. So I'm currently, I'm about to make myself sound like a really basic white girl <laughs> because I kind of am, but I am currently reading Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. I'm on the Colleen Hoover train because of TikTok. TikTok made you do it. TikTok nice. made me do it. Yeah. Okay, Jr. Is there any anything I'm, I should mention that was? No, I think it's good. We got <laughs> we got all the plugs we in there, it. so we're good now. Haley, uh, welcome everyone. Yeah, yeah Michelle no. ruined it. Haley saved it, so you're good. <laughs> Dumpster fire over here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I devour books, so um, the, the last one I read was the gap in the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I really enjoyed, which Brian actually told me to read because I was, I guess, whining. <laughs> he said, stop living in the gap. That was a really great book. I like that one. What's the premise of that? Great book for you. Chris. I mean, it's probably something, it's, a, it's one of those concepts that everybody knows, but entrepreneurs in particular have a tendency to keep moving the goalpost on themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this fits right into shop owners and, and anybody who's a high achiever where, you know, well, I'll be happy when, or I'll give myself a break when I do this. But then you get to that thing and of course it's empty or you get close to it and you, and you, and you make it harder and harder. Mm -hmm. And so you're constantly looking towards the future, which we're told is a good thing rather than living in the present and all that kind of stuff. But the idea is like, that's the gap, the space between where you are now and where you want to be. And the gain is rather than looking forward, look backwards, like, hey, look how far I've come. So yeah. it's just about being happy. Oh, nice. There you go. That's, which that's is good. a core value of ours. Mm -hmm. Right, right. There and you go. that Excellent. also kind of reminds me of like, you know, you move the goalpost and you don't celebrate the present and what's going on in the present. That reminds me of our great news channel yeah. in Slack where we, you know, celebrate our victories. We celebrate, news. yeah, our wins and our victories with our clients or just in our own work and our own departments. We are always putting great news in there so everybody can know like, hey, this is what we've got going on and this is what we're doing well for this client and also just our teams. Yeah. 
when somebody's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That's good stuff. So I miss out on that, all that because it's basically just me, but now we have Brent um, that works with mm-hmm. us. And then of course, Kimberly does so much, but Brent is cool. Yeah. Brent's a really good shop operator. So, okay. I'm going to start with you again, JR, and come back around. What's the best part of your work day at Shop Marketing Pros? I'm unique in that I get to talk to a lot of shop owners. I'm kind of the first uh, person they talk to. So I really enjoy talking or that sounds very arrogant or whatever, but I enjoy communicating (laughs) with people. I really like these guys came down today and I've already made friends with two different people Mm -hmm. from different places. They're not even shop owners, they're just people. And my parents kind of gave me that lesson, you know, to, it doesn't matter who they are from a president of a country to the, you know, the janitor or whatever. So I really enjoy getting to know those shop owners, uh, truly. And I try and approach every conversation that I, if I have a day where I have four meetings booked with different shop owners, that's not stressful. That's like sweet. <laughs> I'm getting to, to get to know four new friends. Well, I love meeting new people too. And it's just listening to them. And then of course, Carm last night, uh, we were actually here in this room at the camp meeting and Carm pulls out uh, the Chick-fil-A. Everyone has a story oh, and you've got four grown men sitting in a room together crying. And I'm sure if anybody <laughs> would have walked by, they'd have been like, what is going on in That's this room? Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken. Um, yeah, I got to show you guys chicken. that video. I'm going to share it in, this, in our um, states. On our yeah. Chat. And so if everybody else is out there, just go through. And I think if you Googled Chick-fil-A, everyone has a story. It'll make you rethink some things for sure. AutoLeap is a cloud-based, all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business, from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth, with top customers seeing over 100% growth, 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence, 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. Hallie, what's your favorite part of the day? So I'm the digital advertising director. So I am all Facebook and Google ads. And it's just really, really satisfying to see the leads and conversions that shop owners get from their Google ads because you know those leads and conversions are turning into appointment bookings and into revenue and profit for the shop owner. So it's just really satisfying to see them spend money to get great results and make money and become bigger and more successful. So So, I love that. So you do all the Facebook and Google ads, Mm -hmm. but I'm still with Caroline. Will Caroline not let you have me or? Exactly. You're on a good run. Yeah. yeah. I was actually talking to uh, your wife, Kimberly, about this last night. You know, I just took back Caroline's ads clients, but we agreed that she would keep you because your social media your and your synergy is working really work well hand together. In hand and you're on a good roll with Caroline right now. Yeah. So we didn't want to mess that up. Yeah. So I just got a note and I've always messed this up. Haley. Haley. <laughs> Not Hallie. I, always, I wasn't going to correct you. No, it's fine. <laughs> you scored enough points earlier that you're good. But unfortunately, um, I'll probably screw this up the rest of the time we know each other. No, it's okay. Boy. That's um, been all my life. We actually got an Uber last night. I know we've talked about this before and you think yeah. I'd remember, but no. No, it's okay. You're, Squirrel. It's like Squirrel, my no, entire life. Sure. Yeah. But we got in the Uber last night and the first thing Michelle told our Uber <laughs> driver was, call her Hallie. She'll love that. <laughs> and I told Michelle, I said, joke's on you Wait. because I don't care because it's happened my entire life. Backstory, as we walk, like slid in, I was the first one in and he said, Hallie. And I was like, call her that. She keep calling her that. Yeah. Michelle's like, keep doing it. Let's mess <laughs> well, with her. <laughs> and I think, so 53% of shop owners have ADD, ADHD, whatever. Mm-hmm. So if I was to write you a letter, it would be sometimes in all caps, sometimes in lowercase, caps and lowercase, cursive, printing, <laughs> correct punctuation and everything like that. But that's no excuse, right? Haley, I should at some point in my life okay. or your life get this correct. I'm sorry. Maybe one day I'll just change it. Maybe so. Yeah, actually, that would be that would work great for me. Can we send you to the DMV or whatever and just have it? Actually, yeah, have it spelled correctly. Yeah, I would appreciate that. So, Michelle, so the best part of your day? The best part of my day is um, so I lead the website and the SEO teams. So I've got six people that I work with, and just what's most satisfying to me is when I am able to 
work our core values synergistically within the team. Like we have, you know, team members that are not all in Louisiana with us, but, and they've never met our clients, but because of just how I can bring our clients through to them just by the notes that I take, the notes that I give to them, they have the same passion Mm -hmm. for our clients, for the personalization that we want to bring to their websites, to their SEO, and um, just to make sure that we're doing all that we can to make our clients as successful as possible, which brings success to our team members, which Mm -hmm. then brings success to me in the job that I'm doing. So that's really my favorite part. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to get a little serious, a little serious. And you're going to start with me. And I'm going to start with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is just how, this is the randomness of how, how it came out. The cookie crumble. Do you have any dirt or funny stories on Kim or Brian or both? Oh, golly. I mean, snitches end up in ditches. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be bad. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, I have to think on that. It doesn't have to be a bad story. It's just a funny story. Okay. Okay. Haley, you can go first. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So we were kind of talking about this last night. It's not really a story, but it's just like Kim as a person. I love when she like calls a last minute meeting and she's like, okay, I'm going to make this quick. (laughs) And there's nothing. There's no quickness to it. ever quick about a meeting (laughs) with Kim. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, I swear it really is going to be quick. I'm like, no, it's not. But then I think with Brian, we also talked about this last night. This thing has come about where we say now that we're managing people and we're growing and we're having to have a lot of like more uncomfortable or harder conversations that we typically wouldn't be used to having. And so we call it like channeling our Our inner inner Brian Brian Walker because he is a person that no matter how hard or uncomfortable the conversation is, he knows it's for like the greater good of his team, the team member he's talking to, his yeah. business as a whole. So he kind of just, he says what needs to be said and, and... And then he moves on. And then he moves on and he'll never bring it up again. Yeah. So I think... Like, and he's in, proven that too. Like some people say like, I'm, this is done, we'll never bring it up again, but like it's legit done. Yeah. And I think that we've all like kind of channeled a little bit of Mm -hmm. our inner Brian Walker more in the last year. And and that's literally what we call it. Like when I have to have a hard conversation, I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring out my Brian Walker. Definitely. We've hashtagged Kim and Brian, hashtag domestics, because like we have our stand-up meetings every morning and there's usually, you know, they're always in the same room just about together. So, you know, it's either... Kim always has herself unmuted. So Brian tries to come in and talk and it's like this echo and he's like, Kim, mute yourself, you know, or something like that. And we're all sitting there like hashtag domestics or, you know, it'll just be, and she'll do her faces. So that's pretty funny. Kim cannot control her face. Brian will say something and she'll make a face. Brian will say something. But we're looking at Kim. We're looking at Kim (laughs) for the reaction. And we we try to get screenshots and things like that. But um, also with Brian, I don't know if you guys have seen Parks and Recreation, Ron Swanson. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is who Brian Walker is. Like he actually has... Our um, last lead graphic designer, uh, Tony, made him a permit that says, I do what I want. And so he um, not only has one, but two, because he had to tear up one of those permits this year, but he has one in his back pocket. And so he is total Ron Swanson. I mean, he doesn't sit there and drink whiskey on the job, but, you know, it's just, (laughs) that's funny to me. That you know of. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, JR, you have any dirt or funny stories? Uh, <laughs> we're a leadership team of three people, so I got to be really careful here. I get kicked out. No, since we're at Vision, I, every time it comes up, I rag Kim about this because one one time she bought our tickets and sent us to St. Louis. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I discovered Instead it. Instead of Kansas City. Exactly. Yeah. I discovered it at 1030 at night, just like my last check before I go to bed. And we had to scramble and, you know, spend too much money on correcting the tickets. And like, <laughs> every time we go anywhere where they go anywhere. I'm like, Kim, make sure you double check the airport, you know? Yeah. But in I mean, Kim is always behind the scenes. We all know she's like got the queen of connection. She's really good at talking to people, but she's an amazing gifter. I was going to yes. say she is. The stories that came to mind with to me about Kim and all of that is more generosity. Yeah. yeah. Like just like, this morning, I don't even know if you guys have seen it yet, but she, we can schedule, we use Slack to communicate, whatever. I don't think she did this this morning. She probably scheduled it, but she had the foresight to do it. Today is National Employee mm-hmm. Appreciation Day. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And there's a message for all the employees and they're a video because we use video a lot yeah. uh, from, from her and Brian yeah. saying, I mean, what kind of a place is that to work <laughs> that they do that? And very frequently. Well, too. And, and it's not like they're sitting around at home with Correct. nothing to do, right? right? Like yeah, they're, 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 they're in New York because they couldn't be here. Yeah. Right. So the Queen of Connections thing, 
I've always heard that and I understand she knows like a lot of people, mm -hmm. but she has like national reach. Yeah. Like yeah. almost. Yeah, we it's were not in just Louisiana. We were in yeah. North Carolina and my Kimberly was like, Hey, we're trying to put these gift baskets together of local things in the Raleigh area. And so she goes, we've got most of them full, but she's like, I'm going to message Kim and see if she knows anybody in the area that can point us to something. And she puts us uh, in touch with, I yeah. think Donna, a boutique owner, swagger in Raleigh, North Carolina, if you're listening to there. Oh, yeah. And so we went to the boutique and bought some leather coasters for all the people. Yeah. They loved it. It was just like, okay, just mm -hmm. absolutely everywhere. Yeah. So Kim's out on this trip, obviously, and we've been all trying to channel our inner Kim too and, and be you know, the queen of connections or the king of connections in her place. And yesterday we were trying to decide, do we go to this event or do we go to this event? And we were making a decision and we were like, Kim would go. WWKD. What would Kim do? WWKD. What would the queen of connections do? I want to ask you each individually. And what I would like is for you to tell me a little bit about or tell us a little bit about your role at Shop Marketing Pros. And then tell me what's the difference between a successful client and one that isn't from your standpoint, JR, we'll start with you. Yeah, I talked a little bit about my role earlier. So I'll talk about the successful client part because, uh, you know, I'm actually have a foot in each world, the sales part of things, but I'm also the director of operations. So making sure we deliver is a big part of, of what I do with the rest of the team. And I would say one of the biggest uh, successes, it kind of, I, I guess it helps the operations team that I'm also filtering the people we speak to as well. But we've definitely seen trends in shops that have coaches. That's genuine. That's yeah. honestly that genuine. This was not rehearsed, I promise. I just no. have my notes here, right? And you, if you go out to our, our backdrop right now, this is a new backdrop for us that says mm -hmm. we do top tier marketing for top tier shops. And then Brian just wrote it. Okay, what is, and then it has it below. What does top tier mean? What is the mm -hmm. definition there? And for us, you know, to when we sound it out and after years now, we realize these shops that they've got their stuff together. Uh, they have a good, strong shop culture. We, we you, Chris, you and I were talking about that, about, you know, how that attracts the right kinds of texts and, the, and they're just, you know, they're gearing themselves up. They're concerned about the right kind of things. For us, those are the people we work really well with because that's what we also do. So that's, we've used the word synergy like six times now, but yeah. I think that's a big thing we've learned and, and uh, that helps us be successful. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Haley? I am the digital advertising director. Okay. So I handle all the Facebook and Google ads. But I think communicative shop owners set themselves up for success in their marketing. I think a lot of times people hire marketing companies thinking like they're going to take care of this for me and I don't have to be involved. But the truth is, if you want successful, personalized marketing, you have to be the thought leadership in your marketing and you have you have to guide us. You know, you have to give us the thoughts and and the ideas and we'll help you come up with them. And then it's our job to execute them. But being involved is what makes uh, in your marketing is what makes for successful campaigns for shop owners. Well, and good content has to come from somewhere exactly. and you guys are not in their shop. Well, so it has to come from there. And personalized, right. Yeah. So, okay. So I am the director of the website and SEO teams. And so my job is to make sure that when we are building websites that we are on track with, um, usually we can do them within like two and a half months. And so my job is to make sure that our team is on track with that, getting them everything that they need, but also communicating with the clients to get all of those things and to hit those marks and take care of web edits and things like that. And so doing those in a timely manner and executing them well and also with the search um, engine optimization. I work with the clients and our team to um, strategize, and but we have really great team members who do that, and you know they have specific clients. And so, just to kind of spin off of what makes a successful partnership with our successful shops and successful marketing with them is communication, but also taking that time to go over the things that we're sending them or like really, because I know that they're busy, right? Mm -hmm. But um, in order for us to make them as successful, their marketing is as successful as possible, we really do need those things from them mm -hmm. to keep their website on track to launch on the the projected time. We do need that little bit of time to just say, hey, I can't do that. I need you to do this for me or here's all of these things, you know? And so, because sometimes with those shops that we have not found success with, it is, I feel like Jerry Maguire sometimes like, help me help yeah. you. Like, I'm here for you. Um, this is what we need, you know, and just them not just taking that time. You know, so the shops that really are like, hey, and we learn how they communicate best. Like yeah. we usually generally communicate through email at first, but if somebody is more of a phone 
conversationalists, you know, we call them. I have some clients who are on Facebook most of the time. So I work through Facebook Messenger with them because that's easiest for them. And that's how we're going to get what we need in order to help them. So, okay, I'm going to set a scene for you. Mm -hmm. And I do this too, right? So Autofix Auto Shop Coaching is not a perfect fit for everybody. Um, There's kind of like a, a sales level just because, you know, we're not cheap. We try to provide a great value, but it's what we do is not cheap. I think we do a great job at it. You guys do a great job at it. But say a shop comes to you or or comes to you, JR, or if you're sitting at a bar or at Vision talking to somebody and they're like, hey, I'm one of only two people in my business. I do three to $400,000 a year. I can't hire you from what you do for the company. What would be your advice for that? person in order to grow so they could come back to you in six months or a year and do something with Shop Marketing Pros? My first thing would be to send them to Google and like utilize their Google business listing, like set up or excuse me, Google business profile. That's what it is now, but set that up and utilize it to its full potential. There's so many things that you could do with that. And also you can get, you know, they have, it's a very basic website, but you can at least do that to start out. And then when you have the money and the capacity and you're ready, then we could come and, um, you know, step in, optimize it, you know, as best as possible if they didn't really know too much about that. But getting their name, address, phone number out there, Mm -hmm. you know, is the biggest thing for search engine optimization. So... JR and I were talking about it a little bit last night and I'd forgot the role that it would play in what we do. I'm having a lot of shops that have been switched over from auto repair to auto parts all of a sudden. I think it's the Google robots doing something like that. Google robots. The Google robots. Yeah, the product. They roll out these updates, right? Mm -hmm. And so then all of a sudden we call that Google be Google. And like that's (laughs) that's what they do. GBG. Yeah. (laughs) So that's part of our job as well is to go in and check the listings to make sure, you know, because they'll add services. A huge one that creates a lot of kind of chaos for our shop owners who specialize in AC repair, like they'll put HVAC on there. Now, some are, they specialize in HVAC repair, but they'll get a lot of calls for like home AC units and things like that. So, you know, we've got to really make sure that we pay attention to that. And there's a lot of updates that happen that aren't really spoken about or posted about. Mm -hmm. You have to really search. You have to research. Yes. And the other thing, like my assumption would be that this wouldn't affect it that much because the robots are in control of so much. But JR was talking about all the layoffs Google's had. And apparently they've laid off a lot of their Google My Business people and then they're moving some of that overseas. Yep. They've Uh, laid off their support. Yeah. I'm like, I can actually tell you all about that right now. (laughs) Well, it was hard enough before, but let alone now. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I've actually been talking to Google support quite a bit. And recently it blew my mind that I couldn't get phone support because I've always been able to get phone support. And phone support went down and then their support chat hours ended at like 12.30 p.m. And so I was like, I'm gonna have to wake up at like 5 a.m. just to chat Google. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they did recently have a lot of layoffs and they're moving their support team from India to the Philippines and Google just be Google and they do Mm -hmm. what they want and... It's Google's world and we just live and in it. We just right. have to oh, adapt yeah. to it. We, yeah. I call it flex and flow. Like mm-hmm. our team, you got to flex and flow yep. with Google. Yep. Part of the thing that I've been into the last week or so is chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we got into it a little bit last week at the 20 group meeting I was in. But while Kimberly was driving the van, I was in the back seat playing around with it. And I just typed in job description for automotive technician. Boom. Mm-hmm. It wrote it. I went in and did write me an ad, a technician mm-hmm. ad, and it wrote it. Mm-hmm. But then I found a widget or an extension for Google Slides and an article for it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. So you can add the extension to Google Slides. You can put your API key from ChatGPT and put in a title and your subject and it'll do a presentation for you. Wow. Um, yeah, ChatGPT is pretty dope. I did a 10-slide presentation in under 30 mm-hmm. seconds awesome. on ChatGPT. Yeah. And then so part of the class I did yesterday, I was like, guys, I know this is kind of is about what I'm talking about, but the other thing is staying on top of technology and making sure yes. you're doing it. So I did it live in front of the group, wrote an ad, did that, and then typed in a, a P704 code or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it gave me like a wonderful description of what that code is. Mm-hmm. And you could just copy and paste that and send it to the customer, you know, yeah. out with some. My thing is, is though, I think Google's, their robots are going to get a hold of this on their 
version of whatever that mm-hmm. is. And they're going to be like, oh, we're better than chat GPT. And well, they have hold BARD. It's called BARD. Yeah, BARD. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that you guys are talking about this because I know your original question was like, what can a shopper right. do? And if someone was And we'll here, get back to Haley in a minute. Well, yeah, someone, say, I have a pretty good answer. <laughs> well, what about me, Bob? <laughs> a shop owner hears this like, oh gosh, techno speak. And I already got to know enough about fixing a car and all this stuff. But the theme is, is that like, it doesn't matter. We could have this conversation in a year. It'll be something different, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that marketing companies even bring to the table is nimbleness, if that's a word. Right, yeah. And we, back to our core values, we, we talk about them a lot, but expansion is one of them. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's our job. Like yeah. we, we might complain a little bit about it, you know, trying to get someone on the phone and stuff and, you know, feeding the beast is what I call the Google thing. Facebook's a whole nother one. Yes. The team's constantly talking about that, but that's our job, you yeah, know, yes. is to stay up with it. And we mm-hmm. actually enjoy it. Uh, you know, back to, you asked us about what I wanted to be an adventure. I like change in a weird way, but also hate it at the same time. Yeah. As Brian and well, and it's a say. challenge. So you're, yeah, we it like challenges the challenge. us. You're so, a digital adventurer. Exactly. Ooh. Maybe. Well, or something like that. Yeah. Yodeling. Yeah. Oh, yodeling. <laughs> yodeling. <laughs> no, no, watch how I start, start yodeling. <laughs> so, okay, I want to come back to you. not surprising. Back to you, Haley. Go ahead. And so again, the original question is, what would your advice be for shop starting out that isn't able to hire someone like Shop Marketing Pros? So I know this information from JR, actually from his sales calls. But, you know, if you want cars in your base, like digital advertising is the place to start. And you don't have to be a digital advertising director to run your own Google ad campaign. You know, they have lots of help articles. You cannot get support on the phone, but they do have support articles. They do. Tons and tons of resources on support.google.com to help you build a successful Google campaign and, you know, smart campaign. Google has a smart campaign where it'll basically build the ad for you. But as far as like money goes, even if you don't have the money to throw into Google to get more cars in your base, Facebook is a really great place to start for brand awareness too. It's way lower cost and it gets your name out there in front of people in your community. And then also just getting involved in your community, Mm -hmm. becoming a part of you know, your chamber of commerce and stuff like that. I think networking, that's what Kim would say. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, getting cars in your base to make more money and then eventually grow to hire a company like us. I think that's a good place to start. I know this has been like a hot topic for you guys because I know Kim did something on it and then it showed up in your Facebook group over the weekend or last week, I think about people being in Pennsylvania and doing an ad or a boosted post and it's showing up in New York City or something. You want to talk about that for just a second? Yeah, I think so. If you are doing ads yourself, the most important things to pay attention to is where you're targeting Mm -hmm. your ads to. We get tagged or Kim and Shop Marketing Pros, our Facebook gets tagged all the time in, you know, ads, like you said, of a shop in Pennsylvania and their ad is showing to someone in California. To add to that, it's not ads that we made. No, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They're they're tagging us for help. Yeah, not ads we make. So I think that is the number one thing to pay attention to because if you're not targeting the right audience, you're literally wasting your money and time. And yeah, and time. And every click on Google or on Facebook costs you money. Mm -hmm. And so I think making sure you're hitting the right audience and a great place to start is, you know, downloading your customer list from your shop CRM system or your shop software. That's one of our favorite techniques to use because you're hitting those customers and customers that are similar to them. But you also have to pay attention to your geo targeting, target around your shop, not a whole other state. That would be my number one advice for anyone doing ads themselves. Good. Thanks for that. JR, what advice would you give? Yeah, this is basically what <laughs> the conversations I have all the time. And ironically, a lot of people who reach out to us, I would say nine out of 10 shops are already doing marketing of some sort. There, We thought when, you know, years ago when we started <laughs> this, that we were going to get a lot of shops that have never marketed. And I'd be having conversations all the time about explaining what marketing is and why they should be doing it. But especially the people here at a place like Vision, they're very savvy and they're mm-hmm. doing it. And now they're at the point like, I want to do it better than yeah. what I'm doing. Haley's right. I mean, ads are the quickest and most predictable and trackable way mm-hmm. for you know ROI on, on getting people in the shop, but they're so dang expensive. Yeah. And I'm just not a big fan of spending. You can have a budget that you can do so much with that ad budget. If you're not, don't become over-reliant. Most three out of four shops are going to hire us to do ads. That's the way it is. But if you don't have the money to throw at Google and, and you know get the magic bullet, so to speak, yeah, it's that, I call it handshake marketing. That's stuff that's been the same for years. Like Michelle's spot on with Google. That Google My Business listing is so simple, but so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's the heart of every local SEO. So paying, I mean, just verifying it and putting the right hours and I, baffled by 
oh yeah, that's wrong. Or my map marker's wrong. I've been yeah. having those conversations yeah. for a decade. The wrong phone And numbers. it's yeah. free. I mean, it's just go in there and do it. You don't, I mean, we've made it our mission to educate. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we do. That's been yeah. a, the key to our success. We have all sorts of help articles now and blog posts that I send to shop owners on the regular. And that's on your website, Correct. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Our website is like, people have asked me before, do you do marketing for people <laughs> or are you just giving free advice? <clears throat> we want to help whatever we can. And yeah. that's how I've based my, I'm not much of a salesman as far as a classically trailed salesman goes. I truly want to help them. And if they become a client, great. If they don't, I'm still going to give them the answer. Right. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so like opening up a new shop, that's a classic scenario. Mm-hmm. Or I just bought my first shop. What do I do? Thankfully, we've got huge blog articles. I'll send those to people and it has yeah. all sorts of stuff on there. But um, yeah. I remember back in the day when it was called AdWords, right? Mm-hmm. I went through and went through the whole certification process, got certified, which I'm assuming they still have a path for that now. And you can learn a lot, but it's like having a, a green belt in karate. You know just enough at that point to get your ass kicked. And it's really, really hard to go. So if you can't afford to do it, go out, learn about it as much as you can, go to the blog post, mm-hmm. do it. And then once you grow enough, hire somebody to take over that task force. Cause there's For so sure. many secrets, just like being able to contact a person, like yeah. a real live person at Google. That's a secret that they hold dear. Like mm-hmm. you can't go and find a number on anywhere that I know of to actually yeah. get to somebody. Well, funny story. Kim made the mistake one time of posting that she was on the phone with Facebook. Oh, And then just about every business owner in our small town of Hammond hit her up and (laughs) asked, how do you get in touch with Facebook? I want their number. Uh, No. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. You don't get that information. And we kind of scalp, like anytime we talk to somebody from Google, their name, their number, and we file it away. Oh, yeah. So if there's anything, even if that's not their department, hey, we're going to call this person connect us to the right person. Yep. I wish you, we'd be talking about this because <laughs> this total Big Brother stuff's going to happen right Google's now. Google's not going to talk to us anymore. Right, the, the robots are going to take over. Yeah. And go. Well, I know, uh, Michelle, even we've been working, working. on my Google My Business mm-hmm. site for eight months now and still don't have it straightened out. And I think we've we're finally all, just deleted on, it. And Well, we've recreated wait, Chris, it though. And we had to do, <laughs> we've recreated it and it's on the road the right road right now. Okay. But that just goes into, it ties into the paperwork matching to be able to get it verified because Google, they're very serious about, you know, your paperwork matching what your title is, you know, Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so that was a huge issue that we were finding. Well, the problem for me is, is I work remotely, so I don't have a business address where you can Mm -hmm. ring the doorbell and come in and see me. Right. And they want a utility bill and whatever. And I'm like, they do. uh, You mean you don't want people dropping by your house in Durango, Colorado? Because that's what we were going to do. And they do say that you can easily create a listing without that, but to get it verified is is a whole nother level. The whole, that's what's really, but the thing about our team is that we don't give up. We continue to strategize, re-strategize, you know, work with Google, stick with it. I remember one of my first, when I first came on in 2020, one of our uh, clients that we had, her listing had her home address Mm -hmm. and her cell phone on it. And then they, because that's how they started out. And then they had a brick and mortar and it took forever to get her listing verified. And then finally, one day it just happened because we were persistent with it. I stuck with it. I kept reaching out to Google. I kept doing what we could and it finally happened. So their core value, dedication, dedication, Chris, hold on. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. It's it's like a fight, right? Yeah. Well, so the interesting thing is like in the last week, I got a phone call. I answered the phone call and it's somebody that says, and I'm sure this has happened to other people. It's like, we work with Google. And I'm like, oh, you work with Google, not for Google. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh yeah, we're going to help you get verified. And I ripped him for about 15 minutes. I'm like, this is not a conversation you want to have, buddy. I go, did you look up my account before right. you called me yeah. and learn everything? You would know that it's not verified. It can't be verified. Everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can verify me, I will continue this conversation. But if you don't, You're and finally he's time. like, yeah, I can't help you. And See? just kind of like slunk out of the room. I'm like, that's what I thought. This yeah. is, you did not pick the right day to talk to me. I already have the pros on it. Don't worry. Right. No. So I know that's fine. (laughs) So, okay. So Michelle, I'm going to kind of, kind of wrap this up. I know you guys got things to do. Any final thoughts or anything about vision, about shop marketing pros, anything you want to say to conclude? Well, vision is just really fun to actually be here in person, first of all, because um, I've worked on the vision website. We actually, you know, put out their new website for the 2023 
Vision Expo and high tech training and expo. And um, so that was just really a pleasure. And, you know, to be able to put faces to the names, you know, connect with people in person rather than just Zoom. But I'm just really, truly, truly grateful to be a part of such an amazing team at Mm -hmm. Shop Marketing Pros. Just, I mean, from the top to the bottom, like Kim and Brian are completely just so generous. They truly care about us. They truly care about what they're doing. JR, the same. Like, and he really, I rag him all the time, but he's truly, he's got a seat next to Jesus with what he puts up with, with (laughs) all of us, you know, and just, I just love him to death as well. And just, they never ask us to do anything that they wouldn't do. And they always challenge us, but in such a a positive way. Like even when we make mistakes, like working with websites, like I have made some mistakes. I call it that give me absolute bubble guts. Like... (laughs) Like I have like deleted things. I have taken things down. I have, and I've been like, I used to panic. I used to cry, you know, cause when they hired me on, they hired me on in 2020 as Brian's assistant. And so where I've been able to be promoted and grow, you know, that. So, so I want to ask that too. Do you guys have employee numbers? Like who's been with them the longest? JR. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Well, Kim <laughs> likes to claim that she's an employee, but you know, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so Kit, uh, JR, and then I came on June of 2020 and then Haley. I came on right after Michelle. Yeah. yeah. Also in twenty. Yeah. And so I didn't really know anything besides my life experience. And so Brian taught me a lot, but he also gave me a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to be challenged, even if I'm in tears, but I've learned and I've come out of it like to where if I do make a mistake, I understand that just by their leadership alone, like to take accountability and responsibility for it, what are we going to learn from it? And how does this make us better? And so that has really allowed me to, first of all, I've learned to slow down and check a lot of things over, be more detail oriented, things like that. But to know that if we make a mistake, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. We're going to learn from it, grow from it and, and move on. And so I'm just really thankful to be a part of the team. Well, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Even though I've been a little rough on you, it's all right. (laughs) um, All right. Haley, any last words or last thoughts? I'm just excited to be at Vision again. This is my second time. Last year, uh, I was here teaching with Kim. That was a big jump for me. But just to kind of echo what Michelle said, you know, that first year at Vision last year teaching, it was a big jump, but it was a huge opportunity that Kim and Brian presented me with. And I was happy to, you know, rise to the challenge and it went well. And now our whole team is here when they can't be. And I think that says a lot about them and our team that they can trust to send us Mm -hmm. here. We might get kicked out with the chicken flickers. We might not be invited back, but at least we're here this year. Made it to day two, right? So yes, yeah. So so we'll see how the rest of the weekend goes. I but mean, happiness is a core is value. a core value. Right. Did I make you laugh? You did. I don't think you made the guy you hit laugh. Yeah. Petty, uh, what do they call it? Uh, assault. It's not yeah. a core value. <laughs> so yeah. we, we might need to get bail money for Michelle yeah. before this weekend. I mean, over. that's a given. I think Kim <laughs> and Brian have bail money. Right. Like, like have it said, set aside for you. Yeah, I think that just. Says a lot about them and our team that they trust us to be here and represent our company and them in their place. And then also just for our shop owners, I love being here and meeting our clients Mm -hmm. because we always talk to them on Zoom and email and being able to really get to know them in person and put a name to or face to the name has been really great. And then also potential clients and connections we make here is really good to expand our network. For somebody that's hearing uh, from Shop Marketing Pros for the first time, I can't imagine that's anybody, but there's probably people out there that listen to the podcast that don't. How can people find Shop Marketing Pros or how do they get involved, like the Facebook uh, Mm -hmm. group and things like that? Yeah, so you can find us on social media, Shop Marketing Pros on Instagram and Facebook. We have a private Facebook group that you can join that is basically like a hub of information for shop owners. We share ideas and ask questions. It's a place for shop owners to just connect and and talk with each other and, and answer questions and stuff like that. That is the Auto Repair Mastermind group on Facebook. You can request to join and we will accept you. You can go to our website. So, so you'll accept everybody that... We'll accept that, the shop owners. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then, yeah, our website, of course, shopmarketingpros.com. And then JR was talking, we have so many resources um, on our blogs page and that's just shopmarketingpros.com slash blog and the auto repair marketing podcast. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you, Haley. That was a 
good plug, huh? There I would like to pause for a second. And you guys can't see us listening, whatever, but Michelle and I are almost almost the same age, right? We're in our 40s. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say where we are, but we're there. Haley is almost half our age, and she's by far the most mature <laughs> yes. one of the group. Like, very impressive. Facts. <laughs> That's my parting thought right there. There we go. Anything, anything else, Jr. Or is um, that it? No, this is my fourth vision, I believe, and for me, it's a very reflective time. I just celebrated eight years with Shop Marketing Pros, which is a pretty long time. And back to that adventure thing you asked, I've worked in a lot of places, had a lot of a lot of different you know adventures and stuff like that. So Jr. has worked for Google. Yes, <laughs> really. Hold, holding my is that pre robot or? I describe Google and not to like go too far into detail about it. It's like working for the most poorly organized mom and pop shop. I don't know how, how they, <laughs> how they make so it. Money. Yep. But at the same time, great, great stuff. No. But yeah, no, when I come here, the first time I came, I was terrified. I'd never been to a trade show with anything ever. So yeah, vision is a reflective time for me, like just being part of the company. But also this is really where we kind of launched our company, um, our first big announcement of like, hey, we're focusing in on auto repair and stuff and, and Brian and Kim, you know, re reestablishing themselves and, and, you know, this kind of stuff. So anytime I come here, it's like a time for me to pause and reflect. I'm super grateful to have Haley and Michelle with me. I usually, it's Brian and Kim and I, but they're off teaching or rubbing elbows or whatever. So I end up in the booth by myself a lot and it can be overwhelming. So I'm, I'm grateful to have them here with me, but just always to, to come. And every time I come, we, there's more people that I know. And I know I've talked to lots and lots of shop owners. They come to these things sometimes to just, just to get out of the shop, right? Just just to have some time off, but also there's amazing education stuff here. Mm -hmm. So touching base with them and seeing what's influencing them. And I, I, you know, back to just having conversations. stuff. I know it's, it's step 10,000 miles up and just look at life and stuff. And very grateful to be part of it all. Yeah. Do you want to know what I just took away from JR's answer? What's that? That he likes hanging out with me and Michelle. I know. I was kind of shocked. That that's what I got key. from that. Because <laughs> yeah. I said was he's quite confused when he booth. said that. I think the reason why is because he's the holder of the bail money from Brian and Kim. Probably. They, they gave Probably. him like $1,000 cash. He's got and the was company like, card. He's got the company but card. Listen, if this. we ever got <laughs> put in jail, like it would be because of JR and I and he would be bailing us out. We talked about this. We did when we were getting on the plane. She would be the one who would snitch on us we would be in jail i'd be like it wasn't me yeah but then i'd bail had said something like i should do this and i was like do it i dare you yeah he (laughs) wanted to play with the controls getting on the plane he's like it's so hard for me not to play with that i'm like is it you're talking about like the little ramp control yes they're right there (laughs) and it's like i can't believe this has got to be a thing like and and it looks like a toy and in my head i'm like we're standing on the ramp and you want to play with it and i'm like do it yeah michelle's like do it i'm like all right y'all do that I'll get y'all out of airport security later. <laughs> the guy behind us is like getting Please nervous don't do and backing it. away. Like, oh, He's gosh. like, can I get on the plane first <laughs> yeah, before yeah. you Let guys me mess this ramp. up or whatever? Okay, so thanks, guys. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for I having I think us. I took it extremely easy on you yeah, guys. Wasn't uh, hostile it was at all. fun getting to know you guys again and seeing you in person. So enjoy the rest of the week and uh, we'll see you at the next we'll show. We'll see you in Sounds Durango good. Yeah, soon. we'll see yes. you in Durango soon. I'm, for, I'm for it. Uh, make sure that they put that on our schedule because as much as we love Durango, we spend You're more time there. gone. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This has been Coach Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching reminding you it never always gets worse, but sometimes it has to get worse to get better. Remember, don't stop working today because tomorrow needs you. Please feel free to reach out to me, Chris, at autofixsos.com or give me a call at 940-400-1008. Have a great day, everybody, and remember to rise and grind. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the aftermarketradionetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.